Welcome to a self-published author's diary. I am Elodie Novodatsky. I write about first time, second chances, things that scare the crap out of me and things that make me laugh out loud. I'll be speaking with you and sharing my adventures in self-publishing, the behind the scenes of writing and the business side of it. And before we get started today, a small message from our sponsor, Anchor. Thanks for listening. Good morning. So, first of all, today's the release of The Leftover Bride in French, and I've got one of the most exciting things that happened is that my book on iBook is right next to the French edition of The Hating Game by Sally Thorne, which is one of my favorite books that I've listened to in audiobook that I've read. Like, I have it as audiobook. I've had it as paperback. I have not watched the movie yet, but I definitely will. So just seeing my book next to her book on the Apple book charts in France was very exciting this morning. My book was hanging out, I think, at like 55 at the time, and she was, like, her book was 56. And yeah, that's definitely going to be one of the highlights once I do the highlights of my writing and self-publishing. But I'm coming back from a weekend in Cape Cod with, with the chemical engineer and it was so amazing to be in Cape Cod during the wind Decembers and walking on the beach and feeling the wind on our faces and there was really, there were not a lot of tourists at all so it was pretty empty in terms of like going to different touristy spots that in the summer are really really crowded they were not crowded at all right now and it was it was just amazing and if you watched American Horror Story we actually went um, to Provincetown and we saw the house from American Horror Story so that was pretty cool and then we had a gorgeous sunset on the beach and I took some of my favorite pictures. I love taking pictures and it was, it was just gorgeous and such a nice time. And the food, the food was absolutely delicious, both at the bed and breakfast that we like to stay at. The bed and breakfast we like to stay at is called Isaiah Jones Bed and Breakfast. I will add the link if you're interested in if you're looking for a place to stay in Cape Cod. It's in Sandwich and we have been going there for a very long time, since 2007. We don't go every year, but we we do go regularly. And yeah, it's Catherine, the innkeeper, is her breakfasts are scrumptious beautiful and just delicious she made us on monday morning a cheese souffle i'm salivating just thinking about it it's just delicious and um of course whenever i'm at the bed and breakfast or whenever i'm in sandwich i think about stories that i could write like it's it's so in terms of you know refilling the creative well it definitely helps um, taking a break and thinking about thinking about the stories that I could write and I was I was telling her about how I would love to write a story taking taking place at a bed and breakfast I remember reading one that took place at the actually several ones that took place at the bed and breakfast including 
the renovation of one, How the Light Gets In by Katie Upperman is a YA book. And the setting of that book is on the West Coast, right by the water. And there is a bed and breakfast. And I just, I just love that type of settings. And I want to write a book that takes place in a bed and breakfast. I don't know how I'm like, which one I'm going to write. I don't have a story yet. And I'm not going to get started on that book until I write the other ones I have already to write. But actually, maybe Noah from Trust Me, Trust Me Not, who also makes an appearance in The Left of a Bride, maybe he should have a bed and breakfast. But I'm not going to write it now. As I said, I'm, I'm going to think about it. Maybe I'm going to jot down ideas, but I'm going to stay focused. And I don't have a smooth transition, but today I'm going to be speaking about five things that I've learned about podcasting as an author and five things that I want to do next year for this podcast. Still as an author. I started podcasting in the spring. And so I have now quite a few episodes behind me and I've learned a few things. So I thought I would share with you what I've learned. One, it is fun. I'm enjoying it. I have learned that talking this way and not having to worry about video or anything. And I might do video at some point, especially because Anchor has been sending me emails about the fact that I can record videos or upload videos for the podcast. I have access to this new feature that they are apparently rolling out. So that's something that I'm going to I'm going to need to look at more closely. Now, for me, it's the easiest way to do it by just taking my phone, recording, editing afterwards, and I'm having fun with it. And that's, I wasn't sure. as When I started, I wasn't quite sure if I was going to have fun doing it. I have fun listening to podcasts. I learn a lot by listening to podcasts. I get, I'm entertained by listening to podcasts. But I didn't know if I was going to enjoy recording one. And I do. It is flexible. Like basically podcasting is also what you make of it. So I started by doing quite a few interviews, which I love doing. And I really want to get back to at some point. But at the same time, it's not the main format of this podcast. And even though I love talking to those authors and I've learned so much by talking to all of them, and I really want to reach out to some authors who have said they might be interested in doing a podcast and then the timing didn't work. So to do an interview, I want to do that in the new year. So that's one of the things I want to do. But I've also learned that I needed to be flexible with my format at the beginning, learn what was working for me and then adapt. And so for me, with everything else that had going on at the same time, and I wanted to do this podcast as sort of a diary, hence the name of the podcast, a self-published author's diary, and also fit it in without overtaking everything, which is sometimes some things that I could do, like if I'm starting to devote a lot of time to something to make it absolutely perfect. Well, I can make this podcast as perfect as perfect as I can, as long as I keep it to a certain extent, like to a certain time, 
as soon as I decide exactly what I'm going to do on a certain day and then try out different formats. So like I tried out the daily thing, which I sometimes still do where I give you updates daily. I try to talk about something different each week, um, bringing some of the things I'm learning, trying to share things that I hope that you find entertaining and informative. So yeah, but it's, it's flexible in a way. The only thing that I'm trying not to be flexible on and to make sure that I keep steady is the day of release, which is Fridays. So that is something that I think as a listener, you kind of expect certain podcasts and certain episodes to drop in on a certain day. I am going to take a break between seasons. So I've decided to do that on a yearly basis. And then I take breaks here and there. And during those breaks, during the summer, I can replay certain things. But during the winter, my winter break, I will just not post anything for about two weeks and then I will come back in the new year and see how I want to take this podcast. Maybe I'm going to do the season with my new pen name, like take you behind the scenes of how I'm going to set that up while still updating you on what I'm doing on a regular basis and then do try to, as I said, restart the interviews and everything. So, I mean, I have a lot of plans for my podcast and I'm excited about it. The part about being flexible means not putting as much pressure on myself about what I want this podcast to be and keeping in mind why I started this podcast and how I want to use it. Number three, what I've learned, I cannot, I cannot podcast and walk the dog. Like I cannot record a podcast and walk Plato the dog at the same time. I tried. Last week, if you listen to last week's episode at the end of the episode, you could actually hear me trying and this is not possible. It's just for me, it's not working. <laughs> Even though Anchor is very flexible as well and very easy to use, walking the dog while podcasting, not happening. Number four, this podcast has helped me learn. Like I think... Since I'm recording every week and I want to bring something every week, it has helped me kind of make sure that I, that I keep myself updated on possible softwares or possible, um, techniques that writers are using. Not as much as I would like to, um, somebody who does that very, very well and she sends an email every week that is so helpful is um, Leslie Penelope, Al Penelope. So my imaginary friends, her podcast, if you are looking for resources that is really up to date, like I, I highly, highly recommend both her podcast and her podcast newsletter because I have found so much information in it. And that's something that I'm also striving to do a little bit more of see what I can find and use and learn and then looping back for you. But again, it has helped me keep more organized in a way and realize how much I've been doing because talking to you every week and giving you a recap and it's kind of like making it more tangible in a way, like everything I'm doing is, is slightly more tangible. So yeah, thank you. The fifth thing that I've learned about podcasting as an author, like writing, I think defining objectives, and I've mentioned that in, in the flexibility part, but it's, it's important because 
what is your goal as an author podcasting? What is your plan? What is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? And it's all about expectations. And it's about, for me, as I've mentioned, it's about connecting, it's about sharing, and it's about having fun with it. And so, and without it taking over too much, too much of my time, because this is one more tool. This is one more thing that I'm doing. And I, you know, want to make sure that it doesn't take over my writing time. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's one thing that I knew, but I've, that it consolidated something that I already knew about the objectives part of it. Another thing I've learned, okay, fine, six, is that I do tend to rumble, 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 rumble <laughs> sometimes. Most of the times now for the episodes, I don't have like a very detailed outline. I have a structure of what I'm going to be talking about, and I want to make sure I talk about certain things, but I don't do anymore the very, very detailed outline that I used to do. And by not doing that, I mean, I gain a lot of time in terms of preparing for the podcast like it doesn't take me as long but and it doesn't take me like the editing that I do afterwards doesn't fill in the time that I've gained so it's not like oh yeah well you're no longer outlining but now you're spending all this time editing no but I do spend a bit more time editing because either the dog starts barking the cat starts meowing or jumping behind the TV and tries to eat the cables because he wants to be carried upstairs or I suddenly have a realization like I'm brainstorming on the podcast and realizing things that I want to write about or plot that like plot holes that maybe I can fix or have new ideas or something else came up like I do have a tendency to sometimes go into a lot of details and then I have to cut it because I do want to keep the podcast maximum to 25, 30 minutes um, and minimum about 10 minutes. So it's like my goal, is, it's very, it's a very large between 10 and 30 minutes. <laughs> Big difference. But it's something that has worked for me so far. Some episodes are shorter, some episodes are longer, depending on what I'm talking about, depending on what I've had going on in my week. So the one thing I would like to do in the new year is plan for some interviews. Again, I won't do them every week, but maybe I could plan them so I could have um, shorter discussions about certain topics with authors. And then I can just mix them into like, for example, I'm asking an author about like, what's the one thing they wished they knew about self-publishing before self-publishing. And I asked several author that and then put all the answers into one episode. It's like, this is something I've been thinking about. This is something I'd really like to do, but it will require a bit of planning. So that's, you know, something that I need to look at. Number two, when it comes to the podcast, find a particular structure. So I still want to be very flexible about the way I do the podcast, but maybe latest things I've learned and do like one or latest software or something that I've read that has been going on in the writing world. It's very difficult. There has been, you know, a lot of things that has happened that I haven't talked about, things that a lot of authors sometimes discuss and everything. And sometimes it was, I have not mentioned them because I haven't done enough research or I cannot talk about it because it's not something I fully understand what people were planning on doing. Like there was this NFTs that 
some authors wanted to create for a world and and I was just kind of like, well, I mean, I, how do I explain this in a way that I can myself understand it? <laughs> and I couldn't. So I didn't, I didn't mention it. Oh, and an NFT is an, is a cryptographic token that exists on a blockchain and that cannot be replicated. So I don't know if I want to go into more details about certain topics like this. It would also require more of my time, right? To all really go into depth into everything that's happening and, and, Sometimes I just don't have the time to do that in a way that I can actually explain it afterwards. So I, I'm still figuring this out, like how to incorporate certain things that I think could be interesting for people to either research on their own or learn more about, um, on things that are going on in the writing world and the publishing world. But I would need to figure out how to incorporate those. Then another thing, the third thing I'd really, really would like to do, and I need to figure out a way how to do it, is to connect more with the listeners. So if you're listening to this right now and you're wondering, like if you have any questions or if you're hesitating about writing to me an email or sending me your questions in the audio that is available. Like you can actually record a voicemail and the link is in the episode's description. And it's also on my website at www.elodinovodatsky.com and Novodatsky is N-O-W-O-D-S-D-O-G-A-Z-K-I-J. Don't hesitate because that's something I really am trying to figure out how to connect more with listeners and answer possible questions that they have about writing and self-publishing. I need to find a way to be able to connect more with you and, and just have it more of a two-way conversation to a certain extent. So if you have any ideas about how to do that, <laughs> please do let me know. Fourth, one thing I'd like to do and I have not taken the time to do last year is to actually create a website for the podcast. Right now, the podcast website, the selfpublishedauthorsdiary.com goes back to my elodinovodatsky.com website. So I write blog posts about the episodes and everything. So I have everything on that particular website. But it kind of could get cluttered. So I even need to create a different page that is really full of all the information that I need, but I cannot redirect right now. I cannot redirect the website to that particular page. So I've been wondering, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I've been wondering about maybe creating a website just for the podcast. And then I could have all the social media included with it. And that comes to my fifth point is that I'd like to be more consistent in using social media for the podcast, which could go back to my number three, which was about connecting more with listeners. See how that works? So yeah, so these are the things I've learned, the things I'm planning when it comes to podcasting as an author, as a writer myself. And yeah, I just wanted to thank you so much for listening. And as always, if you'd like to rate and subscribe, share with your friends, send me your questions. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I will share with you next week on Friday before I take a break for the holidays, what I've learned in writing and self-publishing this year and what my goals are for next year. Will I set myself goals? I think so. <laughs>
at least when it comes to writing and self-publishing. Again, thank you so much for listening. And to all writers out there, happy writing. And to everybody, happy, happy reading.